the kids are in bed, right? Yeah, they got the right idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is our podcast for the love of us. For the love of us, I'm Ronnie. And I'm Carrie. And we're your hosts on this podcast where each week we share a little bit about faith and family, about labor and love. And so this week, you know, when we look at the past week, Carrie, I think uh, one of the things that, of course, for everybody last week was everybody was scrambling, of course, because weathermen can't seem to get the weather right. And, uh, Every other day, it was either too cold for school, and and the kids are out of school, and and everything that was going on last week, it was real crazy. We're still recovering from all that went on the week before, so it's we've just been running like mad all week long. And one of the things that struck me last week is that for a brief moment, as crazy as last week was, it was almost normal. Mm-hmm. That's true. Normal in a sense that for that for a brief moment we we kind of forgot. I, I mean, I don't want to say forgot. Yeah, it was just really in the back of our minds, you know. That that cancer wasn't at the forefront. Right. It wasn't. It didn't. Every conversation didn't revolve around that. Right. Uh, what was the week like? You know, for you. I mean, I've been running a hundred to nothing. Uh, all last week, I've had a uh, uh, my sale at work, my project at work has kind of come to a head. Nothing has gone right. The robots, which I work with robots all the time. I don't know if you knew that. I work with robots. Yeah. And the robots can't communicate. The robots are not. The robots are not doing what they're supposed to. And it has been very That's stressful what they get because for we've replacing had. replacing humans yeah. with robots, see? <laughs> we. Uh, We've had uh, the customer in and kind of looming around, you know, is this going to work? Is that going to work? And it's like we got a deadline. over your shoulder the whole time watching you do your job. Yeah. That's what yeah. it feels like, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a deadline. This, this week is the deadline. And um, I've, we've got to get 20 of these welded uh, bumpers for the Tesla, I'm boring everybody to tears right now listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, 20 of those have got to be welded this week with a machine that cannot weld. So it's been pretty stressful even today. But for me, last week was a blur because of preoccupation with with work you know, and with church. I'm getting back in the groove because, you know, when we do have a meeting and we have other people coming in to preach, I take a break. I, you know, lean back and take in, even though there's a lot of work and a lot of hustle as far as getting everything there and getting everything going and, and making sure everybody's taken care of. And, and every night there's an, a meeting, but at the same time, you know, I'm not, I'm just taking in, which is critical for me. And so I'm trying to get back in the groove, but I'm also got all this stuff going on at work, and then all of the chaos with the weather. It, it 
you know, it's been a crazy week at home. At home, it was just, you know, a lot of TV and boredom, really. Yeah. I don't even know. It's just kind of... I, I loved um, sleeping in, you know, I love my sleep now. <laughs> <sighs> but, let's see, I don't know what all happened last week. Um, it was all the... The school days out. Yeah, I out. think one yeah. day, one Thursday. Day I was supposed to watch Weston on Tuesday. And, um, like, if it's icy in the morning, I'm not, you know, I can't, I'm not going to try to drive over the mountain. Right. And so, uh, your mom watched Weston for me on Tuesday. And then, I don't know, I guess Thursday was the only, the only day. Well, I went to church on Wednesday. Yeah. But Thursday, I I was just sick of being in the house. I was like, "This has got to give." And that was the day the boys went to school, right? And so Thursday, yeah, yeah, it was Thursday. And so I called my mom. I'm like, "Hey, you want to go to a craft store? <laughs> craft shopping? I'll be loving like retail therapy for cancer." <laughs> but that's the that's the point. Is that it seemed as though with no doctor's appointment and no test results and no anything else, right? I was, was just bored, back, you know, I was, was like, oh, man, yeah. yeah, and so I was, I just called mom, let's go, let's go to Hobby Lobby, and she's like, it's kind of cold, I've been going anywhere, I'm like, I guess she felt sorry for me, because she knows <laughs> what's coming around the corner, so yeah. she couldn't tell me no, I guess, but anyway, so we got together, and we went to eat lunch after Hobby Lobby at Super Salad, and um, I was sitting there, and I hadn't really been thinking about cancer or whatever because, you know, like you said, it was just a normal week. And I, you know, just, I don't know, just going about life as normal, you know, as whatever. Yeah. Whatever normal is. But anyway, and I was sitting there across from her at lunch and I looked at her and I was like, you know what the craziest thing is? Knowing that you're walking around with cancer and it's just like, it's there and it's, it's there and you're walking around with it. And there are not no treatments involved. There's no surgery yet. Just walk around with cancer. Yeah, I said, it's the strangest thing. I have this foreign, this foreign deadly thing inside of me, and everybody's like, eh, "No big deal. You know, we'll get to you in a few weeks. It'll be fine." I have to know it's got to be a case by case basis. You know, mine isn't. I mean, it's aggressive. You know, as compared to some people's but it's not as aggressive as some people's i guess mine would be like the mid of the road yeah kind of thing you know you know for me it's almost like i'd forgotten that you had cancer until like maybe late at night when you were going to bed or whatever and you would you'd you'd press on that one side and it's like it's there yeah well i keep feeling my lymph nodes to see if i feel any change in my lymph nodes because i'm like you know, it's, I know that's what kills me. Yeah. If, if it's there, right. why not? Why not rush? Like get it done, get her done, son, son. I mean, why take the chance that it's leaking into lymph node, or, or is it, or is it if it's there and they can't see it, then we'll catch it all at chemo. You know, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. the chemo is like this blanket that takes care of everything else yeah. that they may miss. Is that what the I guess, yeah. Anything that, well, any fast growing cells 
that, you know, wouldn't be seen on a MRI or a, um, ultrasound so or whatever. Yeah. Any fast growing cell, it's going to kill. I mean, that's why it's going to mess up my hair and nails and yeah. stomach and all that. Yeah. Cause it's going to kill all the fast growing cells. So if there is some just floating around in there somewhere, you know, those abnormal cells, it'll kill them. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, speaking of chemo, I really think I'm going to try to ask them if they'll put it off till the end of April. I don't know. This is because I got invited to preach April the 25th and 26th in Chicago by my good friend Jerry Stepp. He's an associate Chicago. pastor. Yeah, he's an associate pastor in a church in Chicago and contacted me. Uh, about a week ago, asking me to come up and preach a special meeting on Saturday and then do a morning service on Sunday. And we have a history going back. Uh, I was thinking about the other day. It was 2006. Wow. 2006. Nine and a half years ago. It'll be 10 years. It's eight and a eight and a half years. It'll be nine in November of this year that we went to Chicago. I had the joy of preaching at the Pacific Garden Mission there in Chicago where Billy Sunday was saved, the original mission where he was saved. And we had such a wonderful, wonderful time in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Great friends up there, uh, Clem and Chappelle and Billy Sampson and all their families up there and Mm -hmm. so many of us, such a memorable Experience that was right. Travis Sharp was Travis Sharp was there with us, and uh, I'll never forget that. They're just like when I'm around them. It's just like they're they're family that we just haven't gotten to see in a while. Yeah, you know. And every time I have to leave that bunch of people, it's just my heart just yearns and longs to be with them and stay with them. You know, so. And this, when we were up in uh, Chicago this summer, we didn't get to see yeah, we didn't get any to see of anybody. them, and so that was, that was, was a bummer. On, but it was up there on youth retreat with mm-hmm. the with the young people youth conference, and we didn't get to see anybody up there. B- Billy was in town, but very busy, mm-hmm. and it was hard to catch him. But uh, but we'll be up there in Chicago late in the month, and you're wanting to put off chemo late in the month of April. Of April, mm-hmm. you should start chemo around. April the ninth. That would be one month after your surgery in March. Well, it's three weeks. I mean, really, what's three more weeks? Really, I mean, what was three weeks with surgery? I mean, seriously, seriously. I mean, think about it. If they put three weeks off taking the cancer out, what's three weeks more of taking care of some microscopic little beady abnormal cell that might be floating around? I'm gonna bang my head on this microphone. Here, it's driving us nuts not to have surgery. Well, I know, but the surgery will eliminate the cancer if it's, you know, as long as it hasn't went into my lymph nodes. But what if, what if it has microscopically where they can't see and then the chemo would take care of it? No, they're going to biopsy my lymph nodes when I'm in surgery and I will know like as soon as I wake up if it's in my lymph nodes. Well, they said they'd take it out anyway. The first three, they would take out all. If they found it in one, they'd take them all out. No, if they found them three, they'd take them and take them all. One, and they take them all. Are you serious? 
Yes, that's what she said. I thought he found him in three. No. They're going to take one of the three and send it to the scientist guru I thought it had to go past the second. I thought it had to get to the second layer before they took the whole first sentinel. If they find it in the first – don't make me turn this podcast off. (laughs) If they find it in the first sentinel lymph node – they will say they will remove them all. That's what freaks me out. I thought it was like the second layer. I thought they would go ahead and biopsy the second uh-uh. level. That's not what she said. Well, my mind got a different message than yours did. So, anyway, oh, and I got to call and cancel that appointment I have with um, Brooke Daniel this week. Why? Because it was supposed to be the week after my surgery, and I haven't had surgery yet. Oh, so a follow up. Post-op visit is kind of... Yeah. She, uh, yeah. I bet she's livid. I don't know what she is right now, but she's ordered more genetic testing. So we're just... Kind of, I haven't heard about that. When should we get... I haven't heard back the, about that. When do we get more genetic results? Um, probably Tuesday. Next, because... Not tomorrow, but like next Tuesday. Because I don't think we've said on this podcast that... Um, the genetic results that you got were negative, that you did not have the BRCA Yes, my gene. BRCA mutation. It, it is not – my BRCA gene is not mutated. So <laughs> so that makes them – they're really scratching their head. Why does someone so young as you have, you know, have breast cancer? Well, with my grandfather having breast cancer, that's, what that's why they were thinking it was definite BRCA. And it come back But negative. it can be other – Mutations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they're trying to find those out to let us know whether other family members need to be checked. Screened, yeah. Uh, screened. Mm-hmm. But getting back to putting off chemotherapy, the reason you want to do that because we want to go to Chicago. You just want to go to Chicago with me. Yeah. And you may still go even if you are on chemo. Right. Uh, take the trip up Because if I go, if I take it, if I take it on April the 9th, and we'll have to have it every three weeks. So I'll have to have it. I'll have to have a treatment while I'm gone. That won't work. So maybe if they postpone it a week. I don't know. Anyway, I've got to talk to them about it. Two weeks. That way you have a sick week and then you're fine week, you know? Well, right. you're, well. you're fine, you know? You're fine all the time, but <laughs> you. <laughs> you <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I'm not so fine right now. But <laughs> I'm just glad they can't see on the other side of the microphone. Yeah, right you, you didn't like the whole idea. Let's set up video cameras and people can watch this video and record. No. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Some days are pajama days all day when you're a stay-at-home mom. So um, God has opened up the door to go up to Chicago at least once and, and – uh, here recently, I've gotten more and more calls in different places. Yeah, and you had go. a meeting scheduled on the day of my surgery. That was hilarious. Oh, my word. Yeah. the uh, On the 9th, you know, we got the news. We said that last time. We got the news. 9th is surgery. The 9th is surgery. 9th, 9th, 9th is surgery. 9th and I'm sitting there Sunday night and looking at my schedule thinking, man, i got to make sure. I'm writing these things down because, uh, you know, there's they're, they're happening these special meetings and other occasions to preach, they're they're coming and where I need to keep up with them. I need to make, make sure, sure not that I'm not one. conflicting anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be preaching at Edgewood Baptist for uh, Brian Kurtz on the 9th. And so I got to make sure I'm there at the 9th. And you're like, 
what? No, you're no, not. You're not. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my word. It is the ninth. That's your surgery day. <laughs> yeah. Now, so I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. I didn't to... tell you what the first thing that went through my mind. What time is your surgery? <laughs> That's what I said. Because uh, I know what was going on in your head. Well, I could go to the surgery. She'll be in recovery. I can go preach and come back. I knew exactly what you were thinking. I was like, uh, no, no you are not. <laughs> Most of the time, I like, you know, try to let go of self and just, okay, if God wants you to preach a meeting, then just let him go, Carrie. It's your, he's yours. I mean. Not that day. Just, he's. He's your mind that day. Your mind on the night. I don't care. I'll be selfish yeah. that one day, and I will, and I won't care to be selfish. And so, uh, I uh, I called uh, or I texted Brian Kurtz. It was what ten o'clock last night, and said, "Brian, <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry, man, but uh, Carrie's having surgery that day. And is there any way I can switch with somebody else? Did I tell you by? It was like eight o'clock in the morning or seven thirty. He had already had me switch with uh, Brother Wayne Cofield from the uh, what is it North uh, Whitfield Baptist Church. Oh, okay, good. And so I That's really am so appreciate. He got on it. Yeah, good. Wayne Cofield That's at awesome. Whitfield Baptist Church switch really with great me. That. And so I'm glad they can hey, be so I, you flexible. You know, if you've got a cancer card, man, you can really just pull that out. And well, I did send it. I don't know if you know or not, but my wife's been. Uh, diagnosed with cancer and her surgeries on that i didn't you know i didn't tell him it was a week and a half ago that i knew this and it just dawned on me sunday night but uh but anyway yeah the the cancer car can get thrown around a lot can get accomplished yeah. with it. <laughs> cancer card I don't know if we're supposed to make fun of that or i have to. we have to make light of it i have to i just have to yeah um, somebody gets upset. Who, mom, I think of the mama. Don't do that. Don't be joking like that. Because Grayson, Grayson, Grayson's the worst. Grayson at that. is hilarious. He's funny. He'll say some stuff. I'll be drinking, like, "Gosh, I was Grayson, some, why did you say that?" No, I was drinking some grape juice when I came to school today. He's like, "What's up with the grape juice? Is it like cure cancer or something?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we were watching TV the other day and. He said something just really crass about. I can't. Oh, I wish I could remember. I need to yeah, write this stuff down. Bless his heart. But he's, he's done it several times, and he said, "I was like, oh my word, Grace." <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about that. That time I told his counselor that I had cancer, and so I'm like, "You might want to talk to Grace and just let him know that you're here for him if he needs somebody to talk to." So I told the counselor that, and so when I picked up Grayson, I was like, I talked to your counselor today at school, and you know, if you ever need anybody to talk to, you can go to him, and he's there for you to talk to if you have you know, any questions or not feeling well or just sad or yeah. angry or whatever. Yeah. I was like, you can just go talk to him. I was like, you know, you can talk to me anytime you want to, but... But it's just nice to have somebody else to talk to sometimes. And he's like, yeah, but I can't talk to you when you're gone. I mean, not 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 gone, gone, but like <laughs> gone, like when you're not around, like, like, well, but, no, like but not like that kind of gone. Oh my word! How awkward! <laughs> that is so funny. So we <laughs> laugh and laugh. I mean, not like gone, not like, like gone, 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 gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that kind of gone. I mean, like just not with me <laughs> at, that at time. the moment, right, right then. <laughs> so that was really cute. 
was yeah. cracking up about that. But yeah, he's he's kind of having to play up the humor too to to deal with it. So yeah. Oh, Allison's really gotten on the ball with fundraisers or whatever. It's oh, yeah. The reality. Really oh, if I forgot, if I forgot you had cancer last week, I certainly remembered on Saturday when all the bills hit. Yes. Yeah. They all, it seemed like they all came in at I once know. on Saturday. I took a picture of my, it was just, I mean, that it was just one bill and it was just for the mammogram and the that ultrasound and that's just one. The mammogram and the ultrasound, the original. It one. wasn't bills. Back it on was January bill. the nineteenth, it was a bill, one bill, singular bill, and it was nine hundred and fifty-four dollars. I don't even want to talk about the rest of them. So I just said, "Oh Jesus, help us!" Is all I could say. Yeah. Oh Jesus, help us! And so I took a picture of it and sent Allison. And I was like, "Let the fundraisers begin," because <laughs> she's been wanting to do. Yeah, she's been, <laughs> she's been wanting to do fundraisers, and so uh, she's already been on that anyway. And so I sent that to her jokingly, but little did I know that she was just going to like jump both feet like, in, yeah, buddy, and like because and the response just literally brings me to tears. That it's absolutely precious yes uh what was it sunday night the facebook was exploding with people wanting to help and wanting to chip in and people have been contacting her that don't even know me really you know and just people are donating stuff left and right i mean it's just absolutely amazing so on march the 7th it's you know two days before my surgery Surgery. it's the saturday before my surgery my surgery will be on a monday so on that March the seventh, that one, we're gonna have a big shebang down in the in the Christian Life, Christian Center. Life Center at the church, otherwise known as the gym. The gym. So by the boys, it's the gym. The gym. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it'll be. It was. It's gonna be a bake. It's thing? a bake. It's a bake sale. Those were hangers. We're in the closet, and so. I mean, we're not in the, the closet. We it's, are in the it's closet. The, it's, it's the, the studio. closet studio. It's the closet it's, studio. Yes, it's the closet studio. So those were hangers she just hit. But anyway. It's so a yeah, bake it, sale? It originally was a bake sale. Mm-hmm. Well, then this awesome Michelle made these shirts. I think they're going to be some of those to be sold there. Mm-hmm. Um I love, love, love that shirt. I haven't the, even the ordered mine yet, but I, need, yeah. I might need to do that. We'll do that right after this episode. Okay, good idea. But um, anyway, so those are going to be there to sell in different baskets. They're going to have like, um, I guess maybe a silent auction or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I really don't know how that's going to work. If yeah. they're going to do raffles. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about raffles or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, it's just, uh, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what we're going to that's what yeah, she's Alice got is going just, on right now. So, yeah. She's just been such a help. And yeah. I think it she really, wants to just do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do something. Right. And, uh, and it's just precious that she's – but it has been overwhelming for her because of the response. I'm like – it's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm scared, Mom. This is – I've never done anything this big, yeah. you know. And so – Yeah. But she's awesome. She's great. It'll be yeah. It'll be fine. It's just – it's just family and friends, and we can't go wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's going on on March the seventh. What time at the church, or what when? time at the gym? One o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody wants to come out and uh, 
to help and participate, we certainly would appreciate it. And we've been overwhelmed by all the support and the love uh, that people have shown us uh, who we may not may not know as far as familiarity, but you know the body of Christ and the the people uh, of well, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know that there may not some of those people may not know the Lord. Right, they may just be a console that yeah. you know. I mean, I don't know if they're brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ, but you know. Yeah, but we are so still thankful, kind and so thankful, thankful uh, for the outpour of support and both prayerfully and uh, and financially, and so that that's coming up. And then yeah. I'm working on some things for promotional stuff for the for the love of us to also offer that makes me smile yeah sunday night we were working on that and uh i don't think i've ever talked about you know people have seen the little logo that for the for the love of us i don't think we've ever talked about our heart family yeah yeah allison drew that when do you think it was not she had to be five about four or five. It was not long I mean, after just, we got married. Yeah, it could and have been. She had she had taken crayons and drew these hearts out, one for you, one for me, and one for her. And when I saw it, I absolutely fell in love with it. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was the most beautiful little child's. I love children's art, mm-hmm. you know, and the things they do too. anyway. But that was the most beautiful one, and so I took it. And I scanned, I took it to work, and at that time I think we had a bed scanner of some sort, and I scanned it and saved it on my hard drive. I don't know where the original is. I think, you know, in my little keepsake boxes where I put every little scrap of sentimental stuff, I'm like a sentimental, I like little small things. Yes, I know, you do. And and put them in a box and save them and remember stuff. Well, I have like... Ten boxes from grade pre-K to grade six, yeah. probably of her stuff. Yeah, who knows? It might it may be, be in, in there. there. I could. There was a point in time where I could not throw a piece of their paper away. Yeah, that they which had written which progressively on got less and less. We may have Grace's. Yeah, I, I may end up throwing Kaylin in the garbage accidentally before it's over. <laughs> Just no, kidding. you will not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will not. That's that goes way back. People don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, what was it? Was the Evan? Was Evan? It, it was about when Evan was a baby. Yes. Evan was a little tiny baby, and you were saying, "No, you're just what is it? You just I'm just going to throw you in a garbage. Throw you in the garbage." And I was like, "Oh no, you're not." I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> Seriously, thought I was going to throw him in the garbage. We got what is little, wrong we, with you? We got you? a little little verbal tussle over that whole thing. I don't. Well, our no. senses, our, our sense, sense of humor, humor were totally opposite at that point. When we first got married, we had a hard I was time. Like, Who are you? Do you not? I mean, like seriously, do not think. I mean, that's just the kind of humor yeah. I grew up yeah, with. I'm serious you know? is a heart attack. I'm going to throw you, know? you away. I'm going to paint your cheeks off, or yeah. you know, yeah, whatever, you know. So that's, that's the reason to comment. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> oh no, you're not. So anyway, it's been a running gag for a couple decades now, almost. So anyway, maybe the original somewhere, but the the other hearts. Oh, and so what I did 
after Evan was born, I was like, well, what if I take this heart and I cut it out with a little graphic program and I flip it around and I put it on the other side? And then when Grayson come along, I took a copy of a copy and flipped it around and put it over here. And and so we're glad we stopped when we did. We wouldn't have any more room for any more hearts. So. We have to start putting them on top. <laughs> putting them know? on top, yeah. yeah. But um, what I've been doing is trying to uh, take the original image and uh, which is like crayon, which is real pixely and all sorts of colors, like a bazillion colors, and kind of boil it down to something that's Simplify easily it, yeah. printable. And so um, I'm working on something that's going to look really good on a t-shirt, and a, I want my mug. I'm already, I'm already liking my yeah. mug. I'm going to have yeah. to get me a mug. I can actually show you a mug that she got me for Christmas from Santa's Workshop. Where that idea sprung from, where she, the idea for that drawing. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. I've got it up in the cabinet. I had to look at that. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that's where she got the idea to Mm -hmm. draw those hearts. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I can't remember if it's actually three hearts like that, but but she drew them to represent, saying, "This is Daddy, this is Mama, and this That's is me." me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, which was so precious, you know, so, so precious. precious. Yeah, she's so grown. Oh, she contacted. Um, she contacted our insurance agent today. We have Modern Woodman, and um, we heard that they would match. Any fundraising event up to eight hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars. Oh wow! And so um, she contacted our insurance agent today, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to be getting in contact with somebody and see if he can't get that for us. But yeah, yeah. you know, we don't know yet if he'll be able to or not. But just her contacting him and just you know just. Oh my word, she's so grown up. It's just like my yeah. baby is doing like really serious grown up stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's just, and she's so, and she's real professional at her job. And she's doing fabulous at her job. I was just so, I couldn't be more proud of her. Yeah. Doing really well at her job. And Garrett, bless his heart, he was so sick this past weekend. And that boy went to work this morning. Yeah, he was really sick. and uh, Is he still working out of town? Yeah, he's in Nashville. He won't uh, be back until Friday. I wonder if he got sick tonight or still sick. I don't know, but sick. he was sick as a dog. He ended up going to the to the walking clinic. I think his mom said it's like the first time he's been since he was 14 years old or something. Yeah. He never goes to the doctor. Never goes to the doctor. So. Yeah, he's a hard-working man. Yeah. So... Uh, so, so we got these fundraisers going. going. That'll that'll yeah. help offset some of these medical expenses. That uh, and we're just so grateful for people that that will reach out and help us. Yeah, uh, I'm so thankful for that. I am too. It's so precious. And just I don't know. I can't even put into words what it does to my heart. You know, it just yeah. anyway. It's just so precious. And then, uh, you know, with all the evil that's going on in the world, there are still people that do right, you know, mm-hmm. that 
that want to do what's right. They want to help people. They want to, you know, they have compassion. And, you know, it's just so precious to, you know, to see just that light of love in, you know, the, the, the dark world that we're living in. It's getting yeah. ugly, you know. Yeah. And, and But to just to feel that love from people. Yeah. It, it is just it's just precious to know that you know that that song I love the words of it it says um, right never loses and wrong never wins mm, that's right in the end you know Jesus is gonna win yeah Jesus is gonna win and love will reign forever rule forever he'll rule forever with perfect love and peace and you know, it's just precious to think about the love that we experience right now, but how perfect it's going to be when we're with Him. I can't, I can't even imagine it. You know, you're you're really talking about, uh, and I and I think you're you're heading towards prophetic, prophetic things and things of the future. You know, we've been going through the Book of Daniel on Wednesday nights. My mind has really been turned towards the prophetic. I've been reading in Revelation and everything, yeah. and. And then you and touched on it on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just. Yeah. Wednesday night, we were looking at the book of Daniel and how that the Son of Man comes and he's coming in judgment and he's coming to rule the earth. And I opened that message up, you know, about talking about those when I was a kid looking at those chick tracks and, and seeing where these people in the time of the tribulation were being beheaded. And I thought, beheaded? What, mm-hmm. Who does that? I mean, right. really? Who you know? That's like seventeenth and sixteenth century stuff, like Marie Antoinette and the guillotine. Nobody beheads anybody. Maybe that's just a synonym for something else. And then when we see twenty-one yeah, Coptic I have, Christians, I didn't never see it. I mean, I just haven't. Have you watched the video? No, no, I won't There's watch no the video. Way I would, no, I could watch that. But, video, but to hear that took place, I mean, we are on the doorstep. Uh, of 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 the coming of the Son of Man, of of the rapture of the church, of the seven years of of tribulation, we are at the doorstep of it, and more so. And I think, man, I think about what I, you know, what I remember hearing as a kid back in the early eighties yeah. and the seventies. Yeah, we've talked and, about that. And you know, if if this would have happened then. Good night. Every church, every everybody would be talking about that. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody. I'm not saying they're not talking about these martyrs that that died for their testimony of the Lord Jesus, but everybody would have been connecting the dots and saying, "This is the coming of the Son of Man. You need to get right. The tribulation is coming," and you just don't hear it. Mm-hmm. And we happen to be right at this time. Right. right, going, and that's what I love about preaching verse by verse through the Bible. Right. God orders yeah, things; He, he puts right things exactly where they're supposed to be. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's really good. We are nearing; we're nearing that time. Yeah, and there needs to be a sense of urgency in more, more in my life. I mm-hmm. want to be more urgent and purposeful about His coming, and. Uh, about the shortness of the hour in which we live. Yeah, I've told um, 
I've told the kids that, you know, I've heard it preached all my life that Jesus is coming and these events will take place. But little did I know that I would be actually alive to see some of these events start unfolding before our very eyes. They're you know, sketches. They're shadows of what they really are, are. Really matching up with with the prophetic events and yeah. utterances and everything in the scriptures that tells what what is coming. Yep. And uh, you know this is you know this is a warning to all of our loved ones and friends and even strangers that may listen to this podcast. There are, his coming is at hand, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no longer the luxury of flying blindly through life, taking it as it comes. Well, I love that. That I guess I don't know what you said um, yesterday. How how God gave Jezebel. I put say that in quotes because it's just. Uh, you know, sinners um, in general, you know, people mm-hmm. in general, humanity, he gives a space of repentance. Yeah. You know, his Revelation chapter his two. eyes are quick to see. You know, his, what did I, this is the thought that I got out of it. His fiery eyes are quick to see. But his brass feet are slow to judgment. Mm-hmm. He is long suffering. He is not willing that any sh- should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And you were talking about the date you were born on a tombstone, the date you were born, the dash, and then the the date you died. That dash is a space, space for repentance. Repent, yeah. And what we do with that space will determine our eternity. Ultimate destiny. You know, you imagine, you know, the date you were born, the dash, and then the date you died, and then imagine infinity, forever, eternity. More than your mind can ever even fathom time. You will live. The question is, is it going to be in heaven? Because you've repented and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? Or is it going to be in hell because you've rejected him? Yeah. It's true. It's real. And if I've ever believed it in my life, I believe it now more than ever. Yeah. Believe ain't just making a mental ascent saying, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that, that's that's good. Believing is making your life line up with it and say i live by this every day i wake up and this is what i live by Mm -hmm. i choose jesus you know if people are if people are relying on that one time that they said dear lord i repent i'm sorry i did that and forgive me that that one little prayer ain't cutting it. Why and call me live Lord and do not the things that I say? Right, exactly. And not that I do everything that he says, because God knows I do not. But Jesus knew that. That's why he died. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just it's just precious. I could talk all night about the Lord. And that's another thing I was thinking about is, you know, you and I will never run out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we really won't. 
you're serving the Lord and you're seeking the Lord and I'm serving the Lord and I'm seeking the Lord, regardless if our kids are gone and or if we have Jesus in common and we're in his word and we're focused on him, we can have these amazing conversations. Yeah. You know? That's one Not of the that people things. can't have amazing conversations without the Lord, but yeah, but what? But after a while, you run into things. This to talk is about. like just—I mean, it's just tr- true intimacy. I think is you know talking about spiritual things. I mean, we are spiritual people, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that is a lot of pe- a lot of couples miss that. Not that we sit around talking about Jesus twenty four seven because we don't, but. But some of the most beautiful conversations we've had, you know, have been centered around the Lord, and not, you know, I love that. In 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 nine times out of ten, here's the way it works: the Lord's working in your life, and I need to hear it. Yes. And the Lord's working in my life. Yep. And you need to hear it. Exactly. And God has made us exactly like mm-hmm. that in our marriage, mm-hmm. to where. Mm-hmm. We just to where we, we fit together, like yeah. you know, like a gears and a, you know, yeah. together pushing one another along. Mm-hmm. You know? And and that's always true. You know, you can only talk about this kid's schooling, the kid's education, the kid's sports, the the aspirations for their future. You know, you can only Work. talk about that so much. Right. And there comes a point in time where. The only the only wellspring of new thought, of of captivating words, is 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 when we when we talk about the spiritual matters yeah. from the Word of God. And I'm convinced that like a triangle, I'm on this side, you're on this side. God's in the middle. If I'm getting closer to God and you're getting closer to God, we are naturally getting closer together. That's right. That's right. And and it's been proven. So much in yeah. our marriage. I love that reference and that scripture reference. I can't remember the, the scripture where it talks about, you know, when we talk about the things of the Lord, when we talk about Him, He writes it down. Oh, yeah. He keeps, yeah, there is a, he book keeps of a journal. Yeah. That book of Malachi. remembrance, when we yeah. speak of Him, it's written forever yeah. in a book. <laughs> I love it. I to love be remembered. That. You know, He loves it. He loves it when His children brag on Him. And talk about it. Yeah, well, it was it uh, one preacher I heard talk about that or preach about that and called it God's diary. <laughs> he he writes down and it said he took a book of remembrance and to write down the things that people were saying favorably and their thoughts as well. I think in that same passage, their thoughts and their their things they said about him. That's yeah. that's that's wonderful. I really I really like that. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, oh, I guess Wednesday, two days, is Evan's birthday. Evan turns 15. I he, said, okay, you can either get dinner or a Carhartt jacket. He didn't go for dinner because he knows I'm going to feed him either way. <laughs> yeah, we're make him not eat that night. That's right. You're going on a fast. <laughs> she wanted a Carhartt jacket. I'm like, what Carhartt? You like, he's got like, he's a jacket hoarder. He is. He's not shoes. It's jackets. Yeah, he loves jackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we said to him the other night. He he kept saying, "I want to go to eat at Zaxby's, and then I want to get a Carhartt jacket." And I'm like, "You got to pick one or the other because all of us, all the gang eating at Zaxby's, is just a hair less than a Carhartt jacket." 
And we're not just going to sit there and watch you eat a meal at Zaxby's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're thinking. Oh, he would be happy with it. He yeah. wouldn't care. He would have no shame. Yeah. But uh, he loves him some Zaxby's. Yeah, Evan's turning fifteen and getting his. And he, he did, did his, his old practice. Did his old practice test for the night. He kept taking it till he got a one hundred. <laughs> yeah, so he's all ready for so that. So if they have the same twenty questions, then he'll be do all good. Set. And so. Uh, I guess that's the week in summary. Yeah. You know, it didn't, the reality of your cancer can, it kind of comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, but so does God's comfort. And so does God's provision, everything we need. Uh, you know, and uh, not only financially, but also spiritually and mm-hmm. what we've needed He's been, he's been constant weeks. no matter whether this has been, this is episode number five. So this is five weeks we've yeah. been doing this right. and I look forward to every one of them. Sometimes I go into these thinking, what are we going to say? Or what all we got to do is, is start talking and it just kind of happens right. and that we're, we're able to, you know, to really share what's taking place in this, in these weeks and, and how God's working and what he is doing yeah. in you and mm-hmm. me and our family. And uh, he'll be glorified. Yeah. He'll be glorified. Yeah. And so uh, I tell you what, if any of our friends out there listening don't know the Lord Jesus, our greatest prayer and desire is that they would come to know him in saving faith. This world is is heading. I believe everybody can attest to this. Everybody can have a sense of this. This world is heading to a destruction, to an ultimate culmination. And that culmination is the is the return of Jesus Christ to this earth. And this time he's not coming as a babe in a, in a manger. He's coming as the lion of the tribe of Judah. And it's so vitally important that everyone out there that does not know the Savior bow the knee to Jesus Christ because you're going to do it in one or two places. The Bible says that you will bow, that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. But... You need to know they'll be bowing in heaven and they'll be bowing in hell. And I want every person that listens to this, that uh, that uh, hears our voice and hears our testimony, would bow the knee now. Bow the knee now. And uh, put their trust in the Lord Jesus today. Any last comments, Carrie? The one thought that came to me was this week is that you know, there's when I go to pray. Sometimes it's like I don't even know exactly what to say about how do I, you know, how do you, praying for yourself is just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of awkward. I mean, I pray God's will be done. I pray, right? You know, I don't know. But then sometimes all all I can do is just cry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it was, it was just the Lord just giving me that verse that He's praying for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is praying for me, and that that beautiful prayer that Jesus prayed to his father before he before he left earth. Mm. You know, the high priestly prayer is just absolutely beautiful, and um, just to know that I'm in Him and He is in me, and mm. you know, He takes me before the throne of God and and the Holy Spirit. You know, praise with words that I can't even come up with. You know, he knows exactly what my heart's saying. 
knows exactly what our hearts are saying. Yeah, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that He would call us the sons of God. Yeah, and I love that. Mm. And my friend sent me a little text message and saying, you know, He's praying for you and I am too. Mm. And that just, that just, that was so precious to me. Amen. Amen. There's nothing better that you can do for anybody than to pray for them. Yeah. That's the most amazing thing you can do for anybody. That's good. Just pray for them. And that's how you know you love somebody, if you take time to pray for them. Amen. Amen. So. Let's pray. You want to pray tonight? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, I love you, and I thank you for all your very many blessings. I thank you that we can come before your throne through Jesus Christ and what he did for us on Calvary and the life that he gave. And I thank you, Lord, that we can come to you boldly before your throne of grace. And we know that you hear us, God. And I thank you and praise you for the provision that you've given us, the friends that you've given us, the loved ones that you've put in our paths. Thank you for our children and their health, dear God. I thank you for my husband. He's so precious. He's so strong and so kind and so sweet and so... Mm, he just loves you, and I love that about him. And I just thank you for him, dear God. And I just pray that you'll just draw us closer to each other, and I pray that you'll go ahead of us in this path that we're going to be taking, God, and make the path straight, dear God. And I pray that you will receive all the glory and all the honor and everything that is done and said in our lives, dear God. May we point others towards you. I thank you and praise you for all you're going to do and all that you've done in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Make sure you stop by our website for the love of us.com and get on our mailing list as we send out uh, uh, weekly emails to let you know that the podcast is released. I will be doing that tomorrow. And so I will be sending that out. Also, let you know about events and things going on in the days to come. Also, don't forget to go by uh, Stitcher and and leave a review also in iTunes. So if you've got an iTunes account, you've got an iPhone, you've got an iTunes account, you log into um, log into iTunes, go to the store, find the podcast, and then at the bottom there should be a place where you can put in a review. You do that there. As far as Stitcher goes, there'll be a link in the show notes. So if you go to ForTheLoveOfUs.com, look at for episode number five. You go into there. There's a, there's a link to Stitcher. If you go to the bottom of the page, it says you can write a review right there. You can leave a review on Stitcher every time you leave a review. It, it allows other people to be able to find the podcast and people can hear and, and maybe hear the gospel. And also, we want to know. We want to know uh, what you think about this podcast. And uh, maybe we can read some of the reviews or something like that. In yeah, the I would love to, to start reading great. some of the reviews and over. So the... if someone leaves a review, we'll make sure we'll pull that out and, and put it on the podcast. So until next week, uh, this is Ronnie and Carrie. And this is for uh, our podcast, For the Love of Us. And we'll, we'll see you next week. Thank you.